Dude, you know what I got on Sunday? What did you get? Can you turn me up in the headphones? Yeah. After a disappointing loss on Sunday. Oof. Um, a very, brutal. very brutal. And not so much brutal. It was a good game, so, you know, I wasn't too bummed. You would have been more bummed if they didn't like come back and like. No, I would have been bummed if they looked like shit and they didn't show any promise. But yeah, so after that loss, um, you want to eat your feelings. Yeah, I wanted to eat my feelings. And there's a new wing spot that opened up in my neighborhood called the Wang Shack. Okay. And I walked past it on Friday night, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get that on Sunday." And so I go on Sunday. Mm -hmm. It's not open. So I'm like kind of stoned and looking to eat something. Okay. So I walk into the grocery store, and what do I pick up? Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries. Wow. Yeah, we had milk in the fridge for I don't I don't know why. Wow. We don't have it, but okay. I got I got Crunch Berries, and I had like three or four bowls of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was pretty magnificent. Yeah. Um, I'm really hungry. Yeah. So the, in this pot, I just looked at the topics. It's like ninety oh, percent food. So. <laughs> We're fucked. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just have to go fast. Three, two, one. Kevin. What's up, buddy? Nothing much. That three, two, one sounded really official, right? Three, two, one. Yeah, it did. I, I think you're just kind of juicing your headphones, too. Yeah. Um. How you doing, man? I'm all right. You're still down about the queen? Yeah, I don't think I'll ever forget. Yeah, I know. Tough week for all of us. Yeah. Here in America. <laughs> it was it, probably the best day on Twitter. That there, It's probably the best day on Twitter ever. Really? To be honest, yeah. I really? Mean, I literally could not look away. Like the, the memes were coming at such <laughs> a high clip that it was just, I couldn't look away. Yeah. I liked how they combined the moment of the queen dying and also it being the start of the football season. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> just, she could have died at any moment mm-hmm. and she just happened to just get rolled up into yeah. other memes <laughs> that had to do with football for no real reason. Other oh than yeah. They happened at the same time. Like imagine dying right before the start of the 2022 <laughs> NFL football season. Yeah. It's like thinking about two things, like one, that's like a huge moment in history, obviously the queen dying. And then another moment that's just like, yeah, football starts today. Yeah. <laughs> and just, thinking that those two things held the same amount of weight mm-hmm. which is crazy yeah um but, but football is back <laughs> yeah football is back sadly the queen is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah dead the uh, new york football giants one and oh i know wow the cincinnati Bengals oh and one yeah can i tell you that i almost texted you like three or four times like <laughs> uh never in doubt because i was expecting you guys to win oh i know yeah. and i was like and it was it was an incredibly difficult game and at no point did you have any reason to win that game really yeah and so I, when you were about to win the game, I literally had a text typed out to you that said, never in doubt, who day. Um, and I never sent it because you did not win that I game. I know. I mean, a freak injury to a long snapper. That's, you can't really foresee that. Yeah. That really uh, threw, the, threw, the, threw the fellas through a loop. I think uh, it really be okay. fucked up the special teams unit. Yeah. I, I think it will be fine. That was probably the worst game. One of the worst games I've seen and i've seen a lot of really bad games sure um but i don't know how many times i've seen our quarterback turn the ball over five times yeah um but the fact that we were still in it and uh you know should have won yeah 
two times, three times over. The design yeah. uh, community that listens to our podcast, I know for a fact, they just love when we break down Cincinnati yeah. Bengals regular <laughs> season games. I think they love it better when we break down Giants games. Oh, yeah. How about that two-point conversion? That was sick. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're uh, we're not to be messed with this year. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, we're going to be terrible still. What are they calling them? Brian Dayballs? Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> listen, you know, when you have, when, when you have absolutely nothing to lose, you can maybe you can uh, take some chances. Yeah. Um, I have a fire fest of the week out. Oh, not, yeah. Not to steal bits from other podcasts. <laughs> what is your personal fire fest, Kevin? All Tell right. Me. So on Thursday, I had tickets to Catronada. Yes. I was going with some people f- from work. Some from the friends. studio. Yeah. yeah. Some friends from yes. the studio. Yes. Um, and I was supposed to, I was supposed to meet up with them at like 830 yeah. at a bar in Bushwick. Yep. And I was a little tired that night. And there was football on, and I was thinking... The first yeah, night of football. Yeah, Thursday night was on, just Bills, Rams. I was like, uh, I kind of want to stay home and watch, but like, I bought this ticket. It was like almost $70. Like, mm. uh, I was, It was a toss-up, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. Like, I I got this ticket. Like, It'll be fun. Like, It'll be a good time. Yeah, good crew going. And then I got myself amped up for it and yeah. you know, excited. And then I finally you know, I meandered out the door at like 8.25, and on my way to a bar in Bushwick, about a mile and a half in, I get a flat tire, mm-hmm. and I have I walk my bike all the way back because I'm not leaving it outside. Um, Can all I the way back here? to my apartment. Yeah, if the, the flat tire happens on your way to Bushwick, mm-hmm. why not just lock it up to something and deal with it tomorrow? Because like, my we- I put a lot of money into my bike, and I'm not I don't want to leave it outside. It's a valuable asset to me, and I don't want to. I don't. But don't you lock it up and leave it outside all the time? No, never. I mean, sometimes. What if you're like it's, biking to a restaurant? Or something? Yeah, I mean, I leave it outside for like you know, hour or two max. But I'm not. I don't like leaving it outside for an extended period of time. Okay. Um, because it means you know it means a lot to me, and I don't want to buy another bike. Fair. Um, so I'm like, fuck this. I'm not. I'm not going to leave it. I walk. I walk all the way back. By the time I get back, it's like you know nine fifteen, nine thirty ish. I take Arden's bike. She lets me use it sometimes when my bike's not doing too well. So I take her bike, and then this time I get like two miles away, and I realize I I don't I forgot my lock. So I bike all the way back home, grab the lock, and by this time it's like ten. Yeah, it's like probably ten, ten fifteen, and then I trek all the way to the venue, four miles to Bushwick. I find a, a nice spot to like lock my bike up. And I realized that the key to my lock had snapped off my key ring. And I had just spent two hours biking back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Total of like 15 miles just for nothing. And not only did I miss the concert that I paid good money for. Yeah. I missed fucking the first night of football. So in a moment, a decision, a life decision moment. You had two things you were looking forward to: a concert yeah. with the, uh, the the center family, and on, on a rooftop on like a pretty nice night. No, it was at Brooklyn Mirage. It's like a yeah, but it's not like a rooftop or no, it's outdoor. It's outdoor. It's got a huge it's ass a, screen. Okay. I've been wanting to go, and the other thing is, I've been wanting to go to that venue for yeah a while. Kevin, I mean, I'm not going to try to pick apart your brain here. I feel like at some point. So you had we're torn between two you know two things one mm-hmm. obviously football one concert you decided to go concert at some point I think I would have bailed on 
my my bike. Not to like throw it out yeah. and be like, yo, well, fuck this thing. But here's the thing. But I think you would have to be like, listen, at the very least, I'm going home and I'm watching football. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here we go. Crown Heights to Bushwick is a nightmare to get to. I mean, if, that's if literally you're not, like going from Jersey to fucking Boston. And those are, those I'm are, stingy, so I'm not buying an Uber. <laughs> I'm not buying two ways of Ubers. But here's the thing, though. Yeah, I understand. But like, you're already pot committed $70 of tickets. Like, yeah, I know you're not going to spend the 15, 20 bucks on the Uber. But like, at some point, you have to say, well, uh, then I'm going to lose $70. Well, the thing was, I'm not like, by all accounts, I should have been able to get to the concert venue on the bike. Mm. I just fucked up like mm. several times. <laughs> yeah, but I guess at some point you have to. I, I listen. I'm. I understand what you're saying. Like, and I think you're. You and I are like this when like things are going wrong and things are making us like either angry or upset or anxious or any of those things. You just say fuck it all like a little bit. Yeah, right? Was that bit. sort of the mentality where you're just like this wasn't meant to be and like well, I'm just gonna I'm just so gonna, a- after the flat tire I got yeah. home and I was like considering like oh should I just stay should I stay like it feels like it's not meant to be and apparently I should have listened but <laughs> I wanted to go hang out and I wanted to play but, some, I wanted to play some pool and get some drinks before and in the, the concert end, nothing no drinks no concert no football no zero just, just a just a nice bike ride, and you went home, and did you just like just go to sleep and just be like that that didn't go my way? Yeah, I mean, on the third the third time I left home, I I took two edibles, um, <laughs> that were gonna hit me at the time I would yeah I would be seeing the concert well, um, and I timed it pretty well, hmm. um, the and thing was is okay. I they hit me now I'm starting they to... they hit me when I got home. Yeah. At, at like, you know, eleven mm-hmm. fifteen, I was not high at all. And at that point, the I forgot bills are shit. up by a million, and this the, game, the game was, was to- over. the game was totally over. Oh, it was not even no, no time on the clock. It yeah. was over. So yeah. you missed it all. <laughs> well, Kevin, I'm sorry to hear that story, and I'm, it makes me sad that more so that you missed the concert. I yeah. think that's the thing. Like football, first week is you know first game of the yeah. season. Fine, the Bills were awesome. Yeah, looked great. It was fun, fun, a fun game compared to some of the awful games I watched this weekend. Jesus Christ. Um, that makes me sad. But, you know, Brooklyn with the with the, with the the homies. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kay Trinata, obviously, like, um, I saw a lot of people posting Kay Trinata. I know. Like, and, and I'm sure that didn't make it any easier. No, and it was funny because I got there, like, right when the rush, like, everyone was, like, going in. Mm. So I got to see, like, a lot of the crowd. And I was just like, fuck. Like, this- the fits were amazing. Yeah. Like everybody yeah. was balling out. That's the truth. It looked like a good week, fucking time. Right? And I'm just, a, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not at some runway show. It's at the K Trinata Brooklyn Mirage. Yeah. Thursday night show. I mean, I handled it pretty well. I thought it was like mm-hmm. a, after getting all the way there and realizing I had my key, I just, sure. I thought it was like, I just like was kind of defeated and I was like, wow, this is pretty funny. Like, yeah, this is a, this will be a great, Story bit the on podcast. the podcast yeah. yeah cut this whole thing yeah um so i mean personal fire fast um new segment uh yeah <laughs> sure i like it. it's really original i think uh people you know i don't know if i have a personal fire fest this week but um i think my personal fire fest is that every topic on the show today is about food and i'm really hungry so Damn. um should we just jump right into it yeah cool um I um Sunday football. I had an Anthony and Sons uh, sandwich, oh, fuck, which fuck. I will say probably the 
top five. So yeah, they're much. they're they're really they're up there. Yeah, I had one that was pretty ridiculous. What'd you get? Um, I <laughs> this is, I'm gonna sound like the fattest like piece of shit. Um, I was I I, I typically go for their Godfather hero. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of a classic. Lots of meats. Um, and uh, mozzarella situation. Uh, at night I was on Saturday and I went to dinner and like with a, you know, sort of a group of people and we, I really wanted to get the fried chicken on the menu. Mm-hmm. No one, you know, you know, when you're ordering for yeah. a group or just two couples and you're just like, how about the fried chicken? And it sort of goes silent. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what happened to me. Decision was made to get steak. That sounds I like a fire fest. Which I wasn't, I wasn't upset with. Yeah. But you know, when you like kind of like want something and then mm-hmm. it didn't, didn't come. Yeah. And so steak was delicious overpriced but good um and so the next morning i was still hungry for that meal mm-hmm. I, I got home that night i was still yeah. hungry the next day i was like i almost i almost ordered like a real like the uh, anthony sampanini shop has has some sandwiches on the menu that are just like pure yeah. debauchery i've seen them yeah like chicken fingers and mozzarella sticks and like oh. waffle fries and bacon and like yeah vodka sauce like some real things have they had those for a while or is that a no is that a no they've had those for a while those have been staples in the menu for a long time since i lived in williamsburg okay so they've had them for a while and um i've had one in my life maybe Mm -hmm. and it was first week of super of of football and i was like man kind of want to go for one of these like truly truly (laughs) debaucherous sandwiches and so i i didn't do it Luckily, I you know had a had a had a had a moment of clarity that I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do a like mozzarella stick, chicken finger, olivaca sandwich, which would have been <laughs> insane. But I did go with a a, a a sandwich. I believe it's called the paisan, mm-hmm. which is basically a Godfather type hero, lots of meats and fresh mozzarella mm-hmm. plus a chicken cutlet <laughs> on it. <laughs> And so Damn. I was a little bit of best, best of both worlds, and um, it was pretty outrageous. But it wasn't like it. I didn't, I felt like shit, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to like murder myself. Yeah. So that's so that was the decision I made with my food this weekend. Which, to be honest, is now a couple days past that. And I still feel bad. Yeah. So there, so much for my diet that I had <laughs> like two weeks ago. When I was talking about going to the gym and eat, you know working out, feeling good. What you know, yeah, it's a one day, yeah. Um, Kevin, so the first food story of the week, um, is brought to you by um, uh, it's it's just brought to you by Kellogg's because no, this um, was on this was on Bill's end of the week wrap up. Ooh, is it was it on the dial line? Yeah, it's on Bill's end of the week wrap up. Ooh, Bill, sorry, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't see Bill's end I didn't of the put, week. The link, the link is not in the doc. The right. link is to um, not the dial article, it's actually from the PR Newswire. Sort well, the dial article linked me to oh, okay, yeah. so it's from the dial line, but it's also we have the full press release, and this is because some big news is happening, some innovation in the cereal mm-hmm. game. So, Kevin, you said on Sunday, instead of getting wings, you went with cereal. Um, there's some there's a new innovation that was launched and kind of took the internet a little by storm. Um, I did see this uh, making the rounds a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kellogg's introduces Instables, no milk, no problem, just add water. First of its kind cereal innovation from Kellogg's. Um, essentially, what it is is a sort of a plastic bowl, sort of on the go bowl. Mm-hmm with cereal inside of it, which I think is 
you know, you've seen these things at like hotel lobbies. You see these things all the time. Yeah. Sort of a, a, a staple of breakfast on the go buffets. But traditionally, you open up the thing, you open up the plastic top, and then you insert milk mm-hmm. to make a sort of quick, easy on the go cereal, right? The problem with that is you need milk. <laughs> milk, as we all know, sometimes incredibly hard to come by. Yeah, who even has milk? These yeah, days? I mean, you go to the, the go to the, you know, there's not always milk in my refrigerator. Really? Oh, I thought you were going to say your bodega. Oh, there's always milk at the bodega. Jesus, Kevin, of course. <laughs> but I'm saying in my fridge, sometimes I go there and there's no milk. Yeah. I would say this probably happens uh, one out of every 10 times I go to the fridge. Traditionally, I think I have milk in my fridge. Yeah. How about you, Kevin? Uh, we usually have something. Yeah. Almond milk or some soy milk. It's either or oat something. milk or, yeah. um, yes. or regular milk. And those things last quite a bit. Yeah. You know, so those those things are traditionally in your If you get the Horizons organic whole milk, it lasts for like fucking weeks. Yeah. But crazy. cereal and milk, you know, that's the combination. And there are moments, right, where you have cereal and no milk. And so, listen, Kevin, cereal and milk go together, like peanut butter and jelly. But if you're like the 68% of adults who enjoy cereal and prefer breakfast foods that are easy on the go, mm-hmm. how about that for some stats? Yeah. It could be hard when, you know, your kids and your, you know, things are, you know, piling up and you just got, it's rush hour. Maybe your, your bike just broke and you're on the way to the <laughs> Cantronada concert. What if there was an invention, Kevin, that in that same bowl was milk, but not wet milk, dry milk. Wow. That if you added water to it, just water, you could then create the classic cereal and milk without milk. Huh. That'd be quite something. Yeah. No milk required. (laughs) So that's what the geniuses at Kellogg's have. I mean, God knows how long they've been working on this, right? This, yeah. How long? I I feel like they've had dry milk for forever, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what like, that's the part that I'm trying to like Mm -hmm. understand here. It's like, it's being, positioned and marketed and talked about as if it is some grand innovation but it just feels like something that is not yeah it's not a breakthrough yeah i mean good for them for doing this i guess but yeah what they didn't they they're acting like they did something but they <laughs> they kind of didn't like yeah you ready for a quote yeah this is uh chris stolsky marketing director at kellogg company In recent years, there's been a huge trend toward portability for food, especially as busy schedules and life's everyday curveballs prevent traditional sit-down meals. See, this is where it sounds like this is a strategy from 2014. Like, portability on the run, yeah, is tough when (laughs) you go to an office. Yeah. Literally, everyone is working at home. Well, cereal's for babies, so. That is true, 100%. We don't even go. But you know what I mean? Like, portability is a big trend in food, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, man, I need a RX bar and a fucking yeah. Go-Gurt. But, like, when did Go-Gurt come out? Like, we're talking 10 years ago. Go-Gurt's been out for, like, 20 years. That's what I'm saying. And so, um, quote, we created Kellogg's Instables as an easy solution for the anytime cereal break so you can now bring your favorite Kellogg's cereals with you wherever life takes you and not have to worry about milk, dishes, or cleanup. Oh, it's not the worst, Kevin. Yeah, that's it sucks. I yeah. hate when I was eating cereal, I had to clean my bowl afterwards and I was like, fuck, oh, this God. sucks. So every bowl is pre-portioned, so it's a single serve. 
perfect for on the go. All you need is water. Wow. What was that stat up front? Like 68% of people? Yeah, 68% of adults who enjoy cereal and prefer breakfast foods that are easy on the go. This is comes from a proprietary study <laughs> done by the Kellogg Company, Consumer Segmentation Cereal Demand Chain, wow. done by the Cambridge Group. Uh, analysis was done in February of twenty. Is that is the Cambridge Group Harvard? Is that? I mean, I assume so. We put our they brightest Harvard on affiliated. This. Yeah, that that stat's just like sixty eight percent of people prefer mm-hmm. convenient foods. Like, yeah. What what is that? Yeah, it means like you know, kind of like things that are easy to grab, like. Yeah. Um, like you know, they no, like I, the I, cereal I bar. Yeah. They, yeah. There was an innovation at some point that was like <laughs> yeah. a cereal bar. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, food that travels is easier than food that doesn't travel. Have you ever tried to take cereal on the go? No, no, I don't yeah. eat that much cereal. Well, I, like yeah. when you were a kid, no cereal on the go. Mm, not that I can remember. Yeah, when, this, I, when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I'm a notorious. I've never been a morning person. Notorious, um, mm-hmm. bad in the morning. Yeah. And my mom would drive me to the bus stop, and on the way, I'd always have breakfast. Mm. I'd have something. Okay. And I went through a cereal phase, and I'm sure you can guess where this is going. Yeah. But there would be mornings where I would spill my entire bowl of cereal on all of my shit. Really. And it would just. <laughs> this, it would this, just ruin my day. It, and it, it would ruin it would ruin her day too because she would have to yeah. drive back and then she'd this, have to drive me to school and then she'd be late for work. Ugh. This is happening in the car. Is, yeah, this is, yeah, this is in the car. This I can picture car. this a hundred percent. Kevin, young Kevin, <laughs> eating cereal literally in a bowl. Like mom doesn't want him to do it, but he just like he 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 needs he needs to bring. Cereal yeah, we don't we don't we literally don't have any other breakfast that yeah, I can yeah, yeah. grab so, and go. Kevin, this is for you. This is yeah. for the young Kevins out there. Um. I listen. I, I I'm not I'm not hating on this. It just doesn't feel that innovative. But I'm also down to try. Like I'd like to see what powdered milk into water tastes like. I yeah. just I saw a video of it. Have you seen like a video of it? It no. just it did look a little Runny. like yeah. No, just like powdered milk. There's something about it that just feels a little sketchy. I mean, here's what this is gonna be great for: mm-hmm. camping, yeah, or like people that go to like sleepaway camp or stuff that like you can't but then those people eat milk for breakfast like, yeah they got milk there yeah it's like where do you not have milk i mean it'd be good for camping i mean like outdoor camping i guess i don't know i could i could see like where this would be mm-hmm. like say you pick it up at the at the deli downstairs yeah and you're like oh i want a you know a little sweet treat for mm. like a lunch dessert yeah you get one of these cereals and you don't have to buy milk yeah. it saves saves you a, a purchase yeah so I'm, I'm here for it yeah. i would try it I think an adult bowl of cereal, I will say, like as a late night treat, is yeah. is truly one of life's great pleasures. Yeah, dude, I've been eating Cap'n Crunch for dessert really? for the past couple of nights. It's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, I I rarely do it. I'll say it's probably a once a year thing where yeah. I'll like like go to the bodega and like it's late night. And I want something mm-hmm. sweet. I'm like, you know what? I don't want Tate's cookies. I don't want a pint of ice yeah. cream. I'm just gonna get a you know Lucky Charms and and a, yeah. and, and, a and a thing of milk. Cereal's fucking expensive now. Really? Yeah. I was looking at it, and I think the Cap'n Crunch costs like six bucks, but like everything else is like seven yeah. or eight. Mm-hmm. It was I, I don't remember it being that expensive. Yeah. But also, I've been out of the cereal game. Yeah, so. it is for babies. Uh, Kevin, uh, I'm going to move on to the next story. And probably, to be honest, I don't know why we didn't put this first. Probably should have put this first. This is the this is this is a big story. This is our favorite brand. What brand? Subway. Oh, yeah. Subway's <laughs> back. Um, 
you know, Subway had kind of the, the the hoopla around Subway had kind of died down a little bit. I think we had I I'd seen some people talking about Subway. Um, I, what was it was some on some late night bid? Oh, it was John Oliver? Did we? I don't even know oh, we talked yeah. about this, but yeah, he late, had a segment. Yeah, last week tonight did a whole bit on like the Subway not being tuna and like basically like and how hard it was or how shitty their franchising yes uh, like yes. Ha- owning a Subway is. Yeah, he did a pretty deep dive thing into Subway, and I I I can't believe we didn't talk about it. But and yeah, they like, had the Korean um, yes product placement or the, mm-hmm. the Korean drama product placement. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Um. So, but yeah, no, Subway has been in the news and Subway has been a brand that has, it's funny, like in some ways, like it's, it's, it's had so many hiccups and so many things, but like on Sunday, man, they just continue to roll out fucking JJ Watt and Steph Curry and yeah. like literally every athlete underneath the sun. And they eat fresh refresh. They just keep, they keep cruising. And so, um, this is a bit of a tricky one, um, for them. And that's because a woman in Lansing, Michigan, uh, went on TikTok this week, and she had something a little bit different with her Subway sandwich. No, the tuna wasn't uh, chicken or whatever. What was it? Um, you know, particles and things of of beef and other ingredients. Cattle, cattle. Yeah, she had a she had a weird interaction with the uh, the person uh, the the sandwich artist. Um, which I think all subway interactions are a bit weird, but she went to her car. She smelled something weird, kind of maybe smelled like, you know, sort of, uh, like, like garbage. She said she went home, she took a bite of her sandwich, smelled something weird, looked in between the paper, uh, uh, in between the paper that sort of surrounded the sandwich and, and the there, wrapper and the wrapper. And there was literal feces. Yeah, there that's was a shit stain. That is her claim. And uh, what do you do in a situation like that? Go immediately on social media. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way you can really facilitate change nowadays. Yeah. Especially and with these big brands. So she found poop in her sandwich. And in an effort to become famous, get Subway's attention, maybe make money off of this thing. Why are, you, why are you putting why are you putting that on her? I think she's trying to resolve the uh th- this is this is a traumatic thing. Have you ever had this happen to you, Alex? <laughs> no, no, I have not. Well but like say if you you know, you like you like Subway. I do. I actually do like Subway. I've said this before. I've, I know. I've made this very clear. Subway sandwich is a great lunch. And if this is gonna happen at any sub place, yeah. it's gotta be Subway. Oh, of course. I can't. I don't even think like it's not happening at Jersey Mike's. No, it's not happening at Quiznos. Nope. It's not happening at Firehouse Subs. Nope. Nope. This is a Subway specific <laughs> problem. This would only happen at Subway. This wouldn't even happen at like a yeah. a New York deli. No. Like, this no, is only no. happening at Subway. <laughs> and maybe like yeah. some lower tier yeah fast food restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, you're right. This is a Subway only situation. Um, she said that she reached out to both the police and the health department and no solutions have been found. I mean, what solution are you you looking for? Like, (laughs) and so she said, the biggest thing is the corporation. I don't understand how they couldn't address it. Like reach out to me. I've heard absolutely nothing from anybody. She says, um, other people in the comments said it was gross. Yeah. What did you think they were going to (laughs) say? Please go get a checkup or test done just in case. Yeah, you took a bite. So I here's one thing. So I saw the video. And listen, I'm not here to 
to to to blame the victim. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to victim shame. <laughs> but the poop that I saw in the video did not appear to touch the sandwich. Yeah. It was in the paper in between the paper in between outer wrapping and outer outer wrapping of the sandwich. Yeah, okay. So it never touched the actual bread. And I'm not saying that this is entirely disgusting. Right, but think about the hands that cr- the ha- the poop came from somewhere. It had Correct. it had to have been smeared, whether that be Yeah. whether that be directly piece of paper yep. or, or directly wrapper to ass or whether it be <laughs> hand to paper. Yeah. Somehow mm-hmm. there's shit in the kitchen mm-hmm. and shit does not belong in the kitchen. That that's fair. I agree. Shit does not belong in the kitchen. Here's what I have to say. This is this is Alex Center, what mm-hmm. I do in this situation. <laughs> Ready? I open up my sandwich, subway sandwich. I see this. Obviously I'm I'm stunned. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. I roll it back up. I put it in the bag. I throw it in the garbage. I never talk to anyone about it ever again. You just want to separate the art from the sandwich artist, Alex. I, I never eat Subway again. I never, and maybe I, I bring this up, but I, I, I just, you know what? This is something that maybe you keep, you, you, you know, you, yeah, you, you roll the dice with Subway and uh, you lost the mass, you know, you, you, you lost big time. Yeah. And uh, this is, because uh, here's, here's the thing, Kevin. I've worked too hard in my career. I've had too many victories to be known as shit sandwich boy for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. And here's the thing. No matter what this woman or any person in this situation does, she could be the president of the United States of America one day, a lawyer, a congresswoman. Mm-hmm. She will forever be known as the woman that found a little bit of poop in her subway. Yeah. And I don't want that on for her. For her but don't you I think, don't want that for me. I don't want that for anybody. But don't you think in a civilized society that we have a duty to <laughs> report heinous crimes like having no. shit in your food? No. Or having do it, shit? Do it privately. Do it privately? Yeah. Reach out privately. Then and you, then- I think you're kind of a subway sympathizer. I mean, listen, I, I'm calling bullshit on this. Yeah. I think that she is looking for some clout. You know, the- the t- cinnamon toast crunch shrimp guy. Hmm. Look how that went for him. Hmm. He got okay. canceled. Hmm. Bec- I-, I mean, so it didn't go well for him. It's not like he made some million dollars. It wasn't like, well, you know, cinnamon toast crunch came out and gave him money. Like, I just don't understand what what good of is going to come. If you think it's it's saving other people, it's like, listen. You go to Subway, you're rolling the dice. And we know that. So, you you know, don't play some like, woe is me. Like, I'm just trying to protect people. <laughs> just just take that one. Take that. You take that to the grave. This might be your spiciest take of all time. <laughs> just take it to the grave. <laughs> I agree with maybe take, considering taking it to the grave. Because this is, this is tough. This is a tough look. Yeah, you don't want this. But you also, this you have a me. duty to like... <laughs> You have a duty to fucking get no. You have to wrong. This can't happen again. No. The, the, so the sandwich. The sandwich artist needs to be so reach arrested. out. Reach out to the subway helpline. Reach out to the to the company, and 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 say, listen, this is unacceptable. And if you don't, you know, if they don't write back, then maybe 
then maybe say I'll go public with this thing. But like, you gotta like they didn't write back. Well, that's because she. Was, this is a pretty big. This is a pretty big deal. Yeah, because now they got to get a PR, uh, you know, sort of crisis management, you know, consultant. She reached. Gotta, she reached out and they didn't respond. She, she said she was point, on the phone. With them. <laughs> at this point, Subway already has a crisis management oh, PR yeah. team I mean, already on dial. So this isn't. Not, this really isn't that big of a deal for corporate Subway, to be honest. <laughs> I, if you're really, after, if you're really going after like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a yeah. This they're is, not like telling people to do this in their fucking handbooks. Like, as this far, is just a this yeah. is just a rogue employee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's a playbook for this. Hey, look, you know, our actions aren't really you know, something. The person who deal, everyone's fired. Like we we have nothing. We do not condone this. Like yeah. that's all that's gonna happen. You're just gonna get like a a, a like a well worded apology, and like you're not gonna get some big payday. a gift card for fifty dollars for someone. Yeah, you're not gonna get anything. They're gonna be like, listen, this is a local issue, and we've dealt with it. It, and uh, you know this is uh, this is uh, this is never going to happen again. Listen, I'm rooting for this. I'm I'm rooting for this lady. Yep. I think that she deserves some mm. sort of settlement. Yeah. This is pretty traumatic, and yeah. I think she should take as much as she can from Subway. I think she is doing this for the for the TikTok followers. Honestly, I just think that this is <laughs> this is clear cloud chasing, and I will not have that get in the way of subways dude you have untarnished image you have a duty as a fucking (laughs) citizen of this country no of the world after what to report this shit sandwich alex (laughs) no subway it's your fucking duty have they not it's your duty have they not gone through enough you know here's the truth nothing is going to be ever worse than jared like that's the thing it's like this is just confirms (laughs) that nothing you think you know subway is bulletproof they literally (laughs) they're on they had literally their spokesperson do horrific things they have tuna they found that the tuna was not actually fish it was actually meat (laughs) this is not this is just yeah so what's a little shit this is just another wednesday (laughs) fucking subway it's just a it's just a little skid mark for subway exactly on the road (laughs) to eating fresh yeah subway's just gonna go to the bathroom take the underwear off and throw them right in the trash and that's what she should have done just take take that shit throw it out and 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 say you know what here are my options i can go public with this and and this will be forever my brand my name will forever be tarnished by this or just you know what tough day like you with the bike and the Catronada tickets, you just got to say, you know what? This wasn't meant to fucking be. And you just fucking, you eat, you, you, you take that one home with you. And you but what you about eat, the, you eat some edibles and you, and you got to sleep. But what about the other, other citizens of Lansing, Michigan? No, you got to huh? be selfish. You, you got to be selfish. No, you got to put it out there. No, this is a one-off situation. This is a one-off moment. And it's, you know, again, this is not happening. They're not doing this to every sandwich. And if they are, then we got a big problem here. We got a, we got a big story. I, I don't think that's what's happening here, but honestly, I'll be I'll be tracking this. Okay. I just I just yeah. I just shot her a follow on TikTok. Oh, good. I got I got to see where this goes. Good. And here's the thing. Here's how. I, also, another thing. Only three posts on TikTok, and they're all about this. Yep. That's how you. That's how you make waves these days. I mean, listen. She's got seventeen thousand followers from this, and a couple million on these posts. So, listen. Hey, I wish her nothing but the best. I just don't see this ending in a way that is brings her happiness or joy or money yeah so, it would be funny if subway gave her a gift card i mean listen you're <laughs> it's gonna be a tough time to eat subway after that oh yeah never like, again you're never going back yeah listen i mean there are plenty of other sandwich shops and you know in lansing michigan you never know cool um kevin great story moving on uh wing stop 
has entered the chicken sandwich wars. Um, they're a little late. Um, by a little late, I mean they're at least, what, six months to a year? Three years? Two, three years. But Wingstop, uh, the brand that I associate with Rick Ross, um, mm-hmm. because he owns a bunch of them, um, announces ready to roll its brand new chicken sandwich. Um, has successful test run at 60 stores. The sandwiches are made with chicken breasts. Sure. And uh, they seem like they're kind of have a, you know, sort of a uh, a big kind of addition is that they come in 12 flavors. Yeah. So I have actually never had wing stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So um, just just a fact about me. It's never good. had it. It's I good. love wings. Yeah. Um, have never had it. And I don't know why that is. It just. They're not. I'll say they're not like elite level wings. Yeah. They're not like you. There's certainly better wings out there. Sure. For the uh, price and convenience. Yeah. Um, very good wings, and also the fries. They fucking slap. Yeah. So they they rolled out this new chicken sandwich with um, a tweet that um, promised free chicken sandwiches in exchange for five thousand retweets, and apparently they gave out a hundred thousand free sandwiches in a day. <laughs> So apparently that worked really, really well. And so it became so popular that the campaign exceeded the chain's expectations by 300%. So mm-hmm. I think they were expecting to maybe give out, you know, $30,000 worth of sandwiches. Apparently they wound up giving out 100,000 free sandwiches. And so this, in some ways you would argue, is a grand success. Yeah. But also maybe financially from a business model perspective, maybe not so much a success, but... You know, I think the fallout makes it a success and exactly. the fact that people, you know, people like us are talking about it. Totally. They got and, the buzz going. And so this was the best f- Friday that they had had since Super Bowl Sunday. So I guess Super Bowl is their big day. So they're sold out. And so I guess in some ways, like, I don't know, we, we've been doing this podcast, you know, a long time now, Kevin, you know that like, good this to, is good. Yeah, this is all good. good. And so the thing that they did that actually B- build that hype. They're building the hype. They're they're entering a chicken sandwich incredibly late. Taking a page out of Popeye's playbook, selling yeah, out, selling out immediately, giving out a lot. All's good. They sell out. But what do they do, Kevin, to take it to the the cherry on top? Is that they take part in a trend that, to be honest, I didn't know exactly what it was, but I had seen it on Twitter mm-hmm. and I noticed it. And it was that companies were posting one-word tweets about their what they do. Mm-hmm. So, like Amtrak posted trains, NASA posted space. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden posted democracy. So this was like a pretty lame. Yeah. Twitter trend yeah. where yeah. people were posting just one-word things, <clears throat> and Wingstop posted fuck. I mean, Wingstop fucks, so... Yeah, and I guess the fuck was in relation to the fact that they had sold out all their chicken sandwiches. Sure. And so that becomes, for some reason, a story. I think that's part of... That's like a weird thing. Yeah, people... I I saw the tweet before I saw even Mm -hmm. the chicken sandwich thing. Really? Yeah. So this was like... It turned into like... It really circulated a lot. Mm -hmm. um, Because, you know, everyone's like... Oh, I love this, or oh, I'm never taking my family to Wingstop again. Like, yeah, my son will never eat Wingstop again. So someone said, last time I checked, Wingstop was a family restaurant. My son will not be eating at this <laughs> restaurant. Wingstop, don't talk to me or my son ever again. So basically, they sold out. Their twelve new chicken sandwiches are so good they sold out. Then they tweeted "fuck." Then people got outraged about the fuck. And uh, all in all, this is just, uh, you know, this is... uh, Are you outraged that a brand said fuck on Twitter? Yeah, I'm never taking my kids again. 
Yeah. I just, I, I, I there's a lot of outrage and Seems like I a get weird it. thing to be outraged about. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Like people are a little in their bag about Oof. brands being horny on Twitter. There was mm. that big, there's a big, uh, I don't know that like New York times article or like there's yeah. some big like timeline of like brands being horny. Okay. And so people are a little riled up about that. People, people, you know, mm. they didn't, they don't like where this brand America. Yeah. They don't like, they don't like, <laughs> they where don't America's like America, American values and shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they, <clears throat> for whatever reason, people were just like, you know, this this has this is like just you know this is horny like this is too much this is over the top this doesn't have a strategy i was going back and forth on linkedin with uh this dude named nathan who um stakeums twitter guy Ooh, and he's gonna come on the pod sometime no way i i mean i we were trying to get the guy the pbr guy who yeah. famously tweeted like um uh, something eating ass <laughs> and then he got fired and now he's like had a great career in advertising because Clearly, the, the man is a genius. <laughs> um, so, I mean, listen, uh, vile language um, and in and, and sort of it's it's working. I mean, again, I don't think this is what every brand should do, but I don't know if Wingstop is the brand that really should needs to be held up to vo- you know yeah, moral I, like like American values. Like this tweet, I'm completely disgusted at a large food chain. Like who's would spew such vile language? Myself and my family now be taking our business elsewhere. I hope this tweet was was worth losing your valuable customers' loyalty. Like first and foremost, they just gave out a hundred thousand dollars worth of free sandwiches. Yeah, they don't need your one fucking family. Like yeah. they don't give a shit. You probably went to that place once a fucking quarter that's not going to make a blip on their business and second of all just because they're a large food chain who says that like they have to like uh, be be pc and like not they can't use the word fuck they can't curse because they're a large food chain literally they're most famous for rick ross like rick ross is a rapper that only raps about selling cocaine like (laughs) (laughs) like what what are we doing here like it's a it's a wing place yeah it's not that deep. It's like, not. Yeah. It's not that. It's not that. It's 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 not morally bankrupt because it it, it posted a curse word on Twitter. It, yeah. And even if it was, who fuck cares? Yeah. It's a fucking chicken place, a fast food chicken place. Yeah. Stop expecting your fucking yes. Like the things you see and follow in the the yeah the th- the food that you eat the a, big brands stop expecting them to like apply these to your, values yeah, yeah so to your values it makes no sense and who cares the no they don't care and like threatening them the customer loyalty it's like no I, I promise you they do not give a fuck about your customer your your loyalty yeah they don't care honestly I've half a mind to go to Wingstop right after yeah you finish recording I do want to try these sandwiches um I will say this article which came from mash.com which has a new logo, so I don't really recognize it. But they have a list right underneath this article of the top fast food chicken sandwiches from worst to first, and they have yeah. 20 of them. I'm not going to go through the whole list. But I think they got the list pretty pretty spot yeah. on here. One is Shake Shack, which I've set okay. on record yeah. as my number one. Maybe two is listen. Chick-fil-A, which okay. I don't know if I'll put it number two, but it's in the top five. It's up there. It's a good one. The number thir- three is 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 the Popeyes, which I in mm-hmm. my mind was the winner yep. of the chicken sandwich. They started the whole thing. Number four was KFC, which I think we've tried, was a pretty yeah. good contender. And number five was Raising Cane's, which people say is it's it's fucking lit. Is incredible and yeah. I'm really interested in trying. So to me, it's that coming, top five is they're coming to New York. I know, I'm super excited about that. I definitely want to try it. So to me, that's 
if that's not the top five, I, I think, you know, for me, that's the top five. I and think, that, you know, maybe. A, I think Wingstop has a little bit of an advantage here mm. because they're having coated chicken sandwiches. They're tossing them in sauce. Yeah. I'm really interested. In yeah. That. Yeah. No, me too. It's um, extremely interested. In Kevin, that. because my computer and my phone and everything on me, all electronics are going to die, um, I need to move on to the last topic, which is Sprite Plus. So, Kevin, um, you're familiar with Sprite, right? Yes. Story comes with dialin, dialin.com, the number one place for packaging news, you know, all the drill, you know, the whole thing. Dialing Watch decoded. decoded. They also announced a new dialing conference today. It's going to be here in New York. Amazing speakers. Natasha Jen, Brandy Parker, Mackie Saturday, Tosh Hall, an amazing list. Go. And they didn't even reach out to me to speak? They didn't reach out to you, Kevin, unfortunately. Um, we'll have to talk to them and, and see what's up with there. But um, this story does come from the dialin. Sprite releases a new line of caffeine-enhanced sodas. So we love Sprite. Uh, we love soda, but Sprite has no caffeine in it. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't know, if you didn't know that, that's worth knowing. It's a soda, but it has no caffeine. Um, so, but maybe it would be better if it did. Yeah. Maybe you need a little pick me up. Yeah. So um, they have uh, launched a new brand uh, uh, or sort of sub brand for Sprite. It's called Lemon Plus and Lemon Plus Zero Sugar. Um, they're inspiring customers to, quote, think zesty. <laughs> So it will still have the classic lemon lime taste. Um, packaging is all yellow, which um, kind of in line with their sort of new identity system. Yeah. They went all green with the sort of main brand. And this sort of uh, was designed by Turner Duckworth. Um, famously has been doing Coca-Cola packaging for quite a number of years and done it incredibly well. This is actually only launching in Asia. But um, I kind of think... It'd be interesting to see if it would launch here in America. I, I don't know if it would win or if it would do well here, but um, yeah, intriguing. Yeah, thumbs up. Good job for adding caffeine. Um, functional beverages, we love them. Yeah, I mean, listen, here's the thing. Of all the functional beverages, of which we don't need to go into my history with functional beverages and my relationship with functional beverages over the years, one could argue that outside of hydration, or thirst quenching, the best and most effective, <clears throat> most most used as well, and most used functional benefits of a beverage is caffeine. Yeah, energy, and to be honest, it's a good one. And a zero calorie Sprite lemon plus caffeine. Intriguing to me, honestly. Yeah. I think the design is cool. I think the packaging is cool. I'm here for it. Yeah. I, I would like to try it, and I feel like that's what I say on every <laughs> about everything. But I think it's an, I think it's a good idea, and I think it might – sometimes it is – I don't know if it will bring up the fact that Sprite doesn't have caffeine, and people think that it does, but I don't think maybe – people probably don't. I think some think people that. aren't really aware. Yeah. I saw a TikTok of some kid who was like – all throughout his college career, uh, reached for a Sprite when he needed a little kick, pick me up at night. And he had no clue. And then uh, he did it one time in front of a friend and they told, they broke it to him. He yeah. Had no, he had no clue. What a loser that kid is. I know. What an idiot. Yeah. No, I think, I, I mean, thank you for that story because I, I do think that there are a lot of people that don't understand like, like Diet Coke and Coke have caffeine mm -hmm. and then there's like caffeine free yeah. Coke. But then if you go to like a root beer or a Sprite, yeah. Those things don't necessarily have caffeine, even though they're sodas. Yeah, as a caffeine sensitive person myself, I, I, you know, I'm I'm privy. <clears throat> I, I read the labels. I, yeah, 
I look for it because awesome. I can't have caffeine after a certain yeah. certain hour. Uh, you know what I have to say about that, Kevin? Pussy. <laughs> I can drink caffeine 10 o'clock at night. Wow. 11 o'clock at night. That's so cool, dude. I, I can drink a cup of coffee, iced coffee, go Damn. right to sleep. That's awesome. I know. I, I just want to put that on the record. That's really cool. That... um. I fucking rule. Damn, that's yeah. awesome. And like Kevin, I you know I I understand you're a wuss, and like you got to be like, oh, it's uh, after twelve o'clock. I don't know if I can have ooh uh, okay. iced coffee after two. Not me, Kevin. Come on, hmm. that stuff. Some it. some of us are just built worse, <laughs> and that's me in this case. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think at the end of the day, it just means I'm that tired that I. And I, I'm at, in my older age. I'm getting. More, Is that what you think? Are you out hustling me? I'm that tired. Yeah, I'm also, I'm out hustling you. I'm out working you. Like yeah, Alex dude. wakes up every morning and pretends that his family was just shot and killed. I'm just grinding. like Gary V. That's says. right. Exactly. I have to fucking get into that mindset. Yeah, for Kill five minutes. Killed. Yeah, exactly. And I, um, you know what that means, Kevin? The Emmys are on. I watch that shit, dude. Sleeping by the fucking third award. I'm like a fucking grandpa. Now. I didn't even know until today. Yeah, I um, I didn't make it very far. Yeah, and it's just as soon as I am in a position that's not uh, vertical. Yeah, it's it's hard for me. It's really hard for me these days. There was something that happened at the Emmys that I was I was happy about, but I can't remember what it was. Sick. Did you yeah. um speaking of my uh, cough here? Did you see, did you uh, watch Monday Night Football and Chris Collinsworth oh, yeah. the whole time was like Sun- Sunday night? <clears> or <throat> was that Sunday night? Yeah, he, oh sounded, my God. he sounded rough. He sounded awful. Like, why didn't they just send that dude home? He sounded horrendous. He was like, Oh yeah, here's a guy. Uh, and he just like <laughs> yeah. throat was like just closing. And he just sounded like he had COVID. It was like Nah, he, he just did two games this week. He's, he's only used to one. I mean, it made me really distracted the entire time. I was like, this dude is sounds... It makes you appreciate how announcers and podcasters, like, if you sound a little sick, you'll think about it the entire time. Yeah. And or like so, when you had that thing in your throat that you couldn't get, make it out. Yeah. I mean, listen, that was just early days of podcasting, Kevin. Now we're professionals. Yeah. I think we have uh, crossed the bridge here. Um, I got another nice note from someone... Um, uh, today about the pod um i think they're from new zealand i'm gonna mess this up but they they reached out and they said hello and they said they're big fans and they're representing uh inter- the international squad because we do talk about the yeah. international numbers are better than the american numbers and like who are these people <laughs> that are listening to our podcast from all around the world and so please dm us like shout say hello like reach out say what's up continue to rate and review the pod so that we um we know that uh, you guys are that are enjoying our stuff and um thank you uh, kevin do we got any uh final words here oh yeah Eagles? what do you got um this weekend i picked up some vintage hats on the street okay on the street um, five bucks a pop Oof, I like that price and uh i'm gonna start reselling because Oof. the Two of the two of the three hats I picked up, mm. pretty expensive. What do you mean? We got, like? a, we got like a a nineties mm. logo athletic Charlotte Hornets hat. Oof. Big logo on the front. Okay. We got the Hornets logo on one side, logo athletic logo on the other side, and then across the whole back it says Charlotte. So, I, so I, very sick hat. Okay, um, I like this uh, pivot for you, Kevin. Yeah. Um, I saw that. Do you remember the show? It was like an online video game app thing. It was like a, it, it took the nation by storm. Remember that? Like 
uh, tri- trivia show, Quiz no. Daddy. No. Remember this guy? No. But uh, look out for my... Uh, I'm going I'm to be dropping an Instagram page. So. Remember... So the, sh- the game is called HQ Trivia. Do you remember this? No. Not it, at all. It, it was like in... Oh God. I don't know what year this was, but it was... It was like an app that was a game show and it became like a huge thing. It just like popped up in like 2017. This is like a pre-COVID world. People right now that like some people are just tuned out. They're like, I don't know what this is. But like other people were like, oh yeah, I remembered that show. It was a game and you could win money. It was a trivia show. And there's this guy um, who was the host. He was very funny. He's a comedian. His name is Scott Rogowski and he was known as Quiz Daddy. Okay. And that was like, he was, he was very like sort of self-aware, very funny. Things gone. Who knows what the fuck happened? It was just a flash in the pan. Like, but like a big trend. I remember late night show host. He was like, he was everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Where's this going? I, I, he popped up in my feed the other day. Yeah. And I was like, what? That guy I forgot about him. He's got a fucking vintage athletic sports merch oh, store. Oh yeah. What, what is it called? I'll look it up right now. Um, send it to me. I'll send it to you. And, I gotta say, Kevin, I could see that for you. You know, round two, that store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the the I could see this. I could see this. Um you you are a man that loves sort of vintage pieces. I love sports apparel. You love sports apparel. I love vintage sports apparel. Yeah. And I'm just saying that this is um So yeah, if you want to make me a deal, uh you know. Oh get so in my DMs. Yeah, if you have I'll if, drop the Instagram page next are week. Are you gonna start selling these on uh, on uh, I'll probably be on Depop, eBay, and Instagram. Uh, the name of the store is called Quiz Daddy's Closet. Okay. Quality vintage gear. Um, so he's trying to, you know, sort of uh, bridge the gap from the uh, fame that he had for for in 2017. Um, for for sure, it's in Santa Monica, California. So not in uh, not Good here. And um, yeah, mostly sports jackets. And you know, this stuff, Kevin, like you know, Golden State Warriors yeah, limited dude. edition dead stock snapback. This Go for one hundred sixty-five dollars. Yeah, this shit's expensive. Like, yeah, I've been I've been buying, mm-hmm. um, and now yeah. it's time for me to start selling. I like it. I like it. I All like right, it a lot. great. Thanks for listening. Peace. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm 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 hustling. Every day I'm. Every day I'm. Every day I'm hustling. 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 Every day. Think you're fucking with, I'm the fucking boss. Say I'm 45, white on white, that's fucking Ross. I cut them wide, I cut them long, I cut them fat. I keep them coming back, we keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution, I'm like Atlantic. I got the motherfuckers flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo, Pablo, Noriega, the real Noriega. He owe me a hundred favors. I ain't petty, nigga. We buy the whole thing See most of my niggas really still deal cocaine My roof back, roof back. My, money ride. my money ride I'm on the pedal, show you what I'm running like When they snatch black, I cry for a hundred nights He got a hundred bodies, serving a hundred lights Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling
steal cars, but we deal hard. Whip it real hard. Whip it, whip it real hard. I call the charge. I call the charge. Whip it real hard. Whip it, whip it real hard. Ain't about no funny shit. Steal bitches and business. I'm on my money shit. Still whipping them beans. Major League. Who catching because I'm pitching? Jose Canseco just snitching because he being itch. I feed them steroids to strengthen up all my chickens. They flying over Pacifics to be specific. Triple C's, you know it's fact. We hold it set. So nigga don't rap. Run and tell them that. Suckers scared to talk about me. Killers talking about me. It ain't no talk about me. It ain't no walking around me. See all these killers around me. Lot of drug dealing around me. Going down in Dade County. Don't talk no 22. Magnum cost me 22. Sat it on her 22. Birds go for 22. Lil mama super thin. She say she 22. She seen them 22. We in room 222. I touch work like I'm convertible birth, birth. I got distribution, so I'm converting the work, work. In the M-I-A-O, them niggas rich off, yeah, yo. Steady slanging, yeah, yo. My shit be banging, yeah, yo. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. 